Welcome to this week's episode of Cinematic Adventures, where we have spent too many much time on good movies. So let's talk about the shit ones. I'm Daniel. And I'm JP. JP, you're like, hey, what do you want to talk about? And I'm like, how about garbage? Garbage sounds like good. Just a whole mess of dog shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it, man. I don't get it, dude. The weird thing. Don't know why, but you seem to love just shit. I don't it's, know why. It's a thing. It's a thing that exists. And it makes uh, it makes it more interesting to know what your list is because you don't watch terrible movies on purpose. I mean, I try not to. I, I actively... Okay, so here's the thing. I'm in my 40s, right? And I've been a movie buff since I was like five, Okay. So I've been watching movies since the early 80s. And at this point, I'm pretty good at determining, like, oh, it's going to be shit. Now, every, I mean, I, you, I still get surprised. I still think a movie is going to be really good. And I'm like, nope, that was dog shit. And there are still movies that, like, I still, I think, you know, I see the trailer and I'm like, that's going to be crap. Like, Crawl, that surprised me. Because I was like, oh, I can tell you exactly what's going to happen. Well, I was wrong. That didn't happen. The trailers lied to us. And um, you do have trailers like downsizing, which are like, hey, this movie's going to be about this. And you're thinking, okay, I know the tone of this. And like for Burn After Reading, similar situation where like the trailers lie to you. And, but all the trailers convince you of like a certain theme or a certain feel for the movie. And then you watch it and you're like, that wasn't what I thought it was at all. So I'm still surprised, but for the most part, I'd say probably 75% of the time, I'm right as to whether or not I would enjoy a film based on either the trailer or whatever information I was given about that film. So I tend to avoid films that are going to suck or that I think are going to suck simply because I can't get that, those, I can't get that time back. <laughs> like, feedback, but you can't get time back. So why would I waste it? I would rather enjoy a movie that I've seen 20 times for the 21st time, then waste my time watching a new movie that I think is shit. I, so, um, that's, that's my, enough. that's there, why it was difficult for my list because yeah. like some people, <coughs> you, Hi. I look for shit movies thinking, hey, this will be an interesting ride. Like, this could be fun. But no, because I know that it's probably not going to be fun. It's probably going to be shit. <laughs> um, yep, pretty much. The thing about that is that I can tell with mainstream movies whether or not I like a movie based on the trailer, uh, unless the trailer's like really bad or misleading. And yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, because some of them are just they're just not good. Like the some of the trailers. I mean, like some of the trailers. Like for example, and we can do a whole episode on this on like misleading trailers. Or actually, just we can do an episode just on trailers in general because we can talk about misleading trailers. We can talk about trailers that made the movie seem way better than it was, and trailers that like give away the farm, like tell you the whole story, which I just hate. Um, but yeah, like the worst one to me was Suburbicon. They made it seem like it was a black comedy, and it was not a comedy at all. 
it was like a super racist dire fest and it wasn't it had like a couple of comedic moments but that's it but it wasn't like the comedy wasn't even black comedy and it was just it was not at all what was promised downsizing basically if matt damon's in the trailer the movie's not what you think it is so go with Um, that basically when liam neeson had taken uh, every movie with Liam Neeson it made it look like a Taken movie, even if it wasn't. I mean, to be fair, every movie after Taken with Liam Neeson in it was Taken in a different situation. It was like That's Taken true. on a train, Taken on a bus. It was like, or no, Taken on an airplane. Like it was, like it kind of was Taken, but just you know, in a different situation with a different character name. That's fair enough. Do you um, yes. do you have? How many movies do you have and how bad do you think they are? Okay, so there is one movie on my list that is going to be controversial because everybody loved it, but I thought it was so stupid I walked out. The other four general consensus, everybody agrees with me. Okay. So which do you want to start with? Do you want to start with the controversial one? Let's start with the the controversial one and I'll tell you if you're wrong. Start with the controversial one. Oh, oh, thank you. Um, it's Thin Blue Line or Red Line. The Thin Blue Line, Thin Red Line? I've never heard of it. You've never heard of it? No. Um, so here's the thing, just so everybody's aware. Um, because I only see these movies once, if I finish them, I, which this one I didn't, I actually went to the theater. Um, I don't really remember them. So I'm just going to read a synopsis from Wikipedia because... I freaking remember it because I am, unlike some people, I don't enjoy being told, but I don't relive it. I just remember, like, this is just for movies that, like, I didn't finish them because I was like, this is so not good. Um, Thin Red Line is one that everybody loves. They hail it as, like, so awesome. And I thought it was so boring, so pointless. And. It was actually funny to me, and it wasn't supposed to be. <laughs> because, oh, dear. Like, I, I saw it in the theater with my brother, and we were, like, I wasn't, like, a kid. I was, when did this come out? It came out in 1998. I was 20, and my brother was, like, 30. And we were laughing at, like, inappropriate moments because we were, like, this is so dumb. <laughs> so, the, the best kind fun- of bad movies are the ones that are so bad they're funny. Which makes bad comedies the worst ones. Because <laughs> they're not funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot about that one. Okay. That's another one. That's, that's <laughs> just going to be an option, I guess. Because there's like one movie when you say that that immediately pops to mind. Um, so, yeah. There's um, this movie, like, it's, it's a war movie. Um, and it's directed by Terrence Malick. And it's got everybody in it. I'm just going to read off the cast. Sean Penn, Adrian Brody, Jim Caviezel, Ben Chapin, George Clooney, John Cusack, Woody Harrelson, Elias Coteus, Nick Nolte, John C. Riley, and John Travolta. Oh, fun. Right. And so we were thinking, like, oh, this is going to be good. And then we got it. <laughs> okay. I remember uh, the part. One of the parts that I inappropriately <laughs> laughed at, there's a mm-hmm. scene with Ben Chapin where – he went into the war, and the only thing, like, the war is so terrible and so destitute. The only thing that's been keeping him going and the only hope that he's had is his girlfriend at home. 
and he gets through this really trying ordeal in the war, and he gets his mail, and she dumped him. And I, oh, when my brother, oh, how cliche! <laughs> and everybody else in the theater was like, oh, like that was horrible, and we were like, it's hysterical. <laughs> oh, it's so super cliche. It's the movie is just like a, it's a series of vignettes, and I think I'm pretty sure Jim Caviezel was the main character. But it's like a series of like vignettes going through the war. Um, again, this is my like shoddy memory because I saw it once, oh, 22 years ago at this point. Um, <laughs> and again, we walked because we were like, "This is dumb. I'm not watching the rest of this." Um, and but it, but like people who love war movies are like, "That movie is a masterpiece. How dare you, good sir?" And I'm just like, "This is. I, it's not my cup of tea." I, we found it horribly boring. The parts that were supposed to be the most poignant didn't land at all, which is why we laughed. Yeah, it was. And it's on my list because I will finish almost anything. I'm a movie buff. So I will give a movie a chance to redeem itself in the third act. And we were just so bored. We were like, okay, I got to go. Like, this is dumb. <laughs> so, yeah. So Thin Red Line is the first movie on my list. Um, I, I don't really have any... Movie- I think the only movie that I um, wanted to walk out of, I didn't, and to this day I regret it, is, um, is the Murder Muppet movie. Oh, Happy Time Murders. I actually yeah. finished that movie. I watched it all the way to the end. It was so um, stupid. The it fact was that stupid, that but it, yeah? I found it somewhat funny. It was stupid. You're right. But it was at least somewhat funny. I didn't regret the 90 minutes I spent watching it. It was just... No. Was it good? No. Was it terrible? Not that terrible. It was just like, meh, okay. It was a movie. Um, but the thin the thin red line, it was just, to me, it was trying so hard to be this dramatic, epic movie, and it just didn't land. And again, that's a personal thing. It lands with pretty much everybody else. But to me and my brother, we were like, this is dumb and really dumb. So, oh, wow. uh, yeah. Uh, the next movie on my list is also from 100 years ago. Um, it's a 1991 film called Nothing But Trouble. And I've heard about that. You've heard it? Yeah. Um, okay. But I haven't so, seen it. Don't. The synopsis is a businessman and his friends are captured by a sadistic judge and his equally odd family in the backwoods of a bizarre mansion. It's just, okay, to be honest, you might like it because you like strange things like this. But to mm-hmm. me, it was too strange. It has um, Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, John Candy, and Demi Moore. And Dan Aykroyd is, um, he was one of the writers. He's the director. He plays the old guy, the old businessman. And it's just, everything is weird and creepy. And it's, and I didn't like it. And I watched it. I don't think I watched it in a theater. I think I watched it at home. But I finished it. And that was the movie that was, that made me think like, never finish a stupid movie again i mean no. i after happy time murders i had that exact mindset i'm like you can turn off movies don't worry about it yeah it was so so stupid oh my gosh it was i remember okay so 1991 i mm-hmm. was 13 at 13 i was like this is the dumbest shit i'll ever see in my life like that's how stupid it was that's <laughs> okay. amazing when when you're uh when you're young and you're like I, I don't know why I'm watching this. This is the stupidest thing. It, that was exactly what I was thinking as I was watching it. And then when the credits rolled, I was like, 
don't ever finish a movie that stupid again. Like it was a promise I made to myself. So like, you can't get your time back, okay? And here I am, 42 almost, and it stands. I remember the title because I was like, what was the name of that stupid ass movie that I'll never watch again in my life? Nothing but trouble. I can remember that because I, because like, it hard <laughs> me. It's, scar, it's a scar on the movie buffness of me. It was just like, That's no. It was dumb. It was so dumb. Uh, um, and so, and these two movies together are what make me go, just because there's, you know, just because there's a star-studded cast doesn't mean it's going to be good. I mean, movie 43 exists. So yeah, that proves your point. Yeah, I think that's a movie that can be technically on both of our lists. It should be on everybody's list. Because it was a terrible I, movie. Why is that on my list? Hang on a second. You're not bad enough. I'm going to kick you off. You're what? I'm kicking off one of my movies that isn't bad enough and putting that movie on instead. Well, no, you can keep that. We'll just have it be a joint movie that's stupid. Uh, all right. So keep your movies. And then this is just a movie that both of us can agree. All of us. Everyone can agree. Even the people in the movie agree. Yeah. The actors that are in the movie are like, yeah, that's a dumb movie. Oh, my gosh. James Gunn directed a piece of this. This uh-huh. is just amazingly stupid. Because I'm looking at the directors. Elizabeth Banks, James Gunn, Peter Farrelly. Like, these are good directors. What happened? Did they all collectively fall on their heads? Like, what? <laughs> it's just so stupid. And here's the thing. Like, if it was so stupid but funny, it would be one of the greatest satires ever, right? But it's right. not. So stupid, and the jokes are so ridiculous they don't even land. So you're just like, no, this is just stupid. Like it's just trouble was directed by Dan Aykroyd. It what? Nothing but trouble was directed by Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, I'm talking about movie 43 now. Oh, okay. Movie 43 is the worst. It's the actual worst. I can't. Bl- the only reason it's not on my list is because it, I blanked it from my memory, and as soon as you <laughs> told me about it, it flooded back. It's the worst. The only th- reason I saw it was because uh, Emma Stone was in it, and I have a blood pack to watch everything that Emma Stone has ever been in. And the fact that she was good in this movie proves what a great actor she is, and not what a good movie this is. This is a terrible movie that I can't believe anyone came out on out of this uh, like unscarred. Some people didn't. Some people have ruined them. But the, the, this the, there was blackmail, probably tricks. Like <laughs> you, you have, you have. Uh, Oh, God. You have Hugh Jackman in this, and his entire thing is that he's Hugh Jackman, but he has balls to chin. Ha! 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 It's literally, it's literally just that he's, he has balls on his chin. That's the whole joke. And it goes There's on no... for nine hours! <laughs> okay, so I'm going to list off the cast. Elizabeth Banks, Kristen Bell, Halle Berry, Leslie Bibb, Kate Bosworth, Gerard Butler, Dennis Quaid, Josh Duhamel, Anna Ferris, Richard Gere, holy shit, Richard Gere, Terrence Howard, Hugh Jackman, Johnny Knoxville, Justin Long, Seth MacFarlane, Stephen Merchant, Christopher Mintz-Plass, Chloe Grace Moretz, Chris Pratt, Liam Schreiber, Sean William Scott, Emma Stone, Jason Sudeikis, Uma Thurman, Naomi Watts, Jeremy Allen White, Kate Winslet, Charlie Saxton, and Jared Dudley. That is way too... A-list stars. I want to see the the making of movie for this. How they did it. Because I don't know if you know this, but there are two versions of this movie. Two. There are two versions. There's one for America and there's one internationally, right? The one 
there's one which is like, okay, I'm going to pitch you the worst movie ever. And then the people that uh, he's pitching the movie to are like, we're never going to get those people to be in this stupid movie. And I'm like, just because you say your movie's stupid doesn't stop it from being the actual worst. Fuck you. Yeah, the meta thing that they had going on with the movie didn't save it. Okay. And that's the thing. Like, that's what's sad. There's nothing that saved this movie. It was just a bunch of shit vignettes that it was like, and, and here's what I don't understand. These are excellent actors. These are excellent directors. What the fuck happened? How did this end up being the shit show that it ended up being? I think the question isn't how did it end up being so bad, but how did they trick these actors to be there? And it was a series of tricks. I did research. I needed to look this up. So here's what happened. First of all, you have, um, you have Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman was in the movie because he thought it was stupid. And he's like, sure, I'll be in there for a day. And then they basically heckled and harassed everyone else to be in it, right? They, basically, they got people drunk and had them sign shit on napkins and then fucking <laughs> threatened to sue them. That's no way to get people to be in your stupid movie. They had him sign shit on napkins. I love it. It's The making of this movie is a better story than the movie itself. Yeah, I believe it. You know kind of like um, where the disaster artist is based on the room. The room yeah. is terrible, but the disaster artist is good, but it's really just how the room was made. Exactly. I, I need to see that movie. I want to see the disaster artist of this movie. It's just not good. You know what's funny? Um, I didn't think uh, of it till right now, but The Room is not on my list. Because at least... Is, I haven't seen The Room because... No, because like, I haven't seen The Room because okay. it's impossible to get here because he only sells DVDs out of his van or some shit. <laughs> um, I, I want to see The Room, but I can't. But I did. I saw it years ago. Um, it's not good, but it's so unintentionally funny that it's not the worst movie ever. Like... You will you will hurt yourself laughing at it because it's so terrible. Like, oh, there's just and there are classic moments. Like, oh, hi, Mark, and it's it's just funny as hell, but it's not supposed to be. But that's what my makes it so funny. My favorite review for the room is that is there was a re review for the room which is hilarious. It's funnier than um than anything I saw from the trailers or the clips. The re review for the room is that um. He said, by the second sex scene, everyone left. And by the third one, I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so, so bad. Yeah. That no well, one respects it at all. I want to see it so badly. Like in the sex scenes, he can't, he's not having sex with her because that's not how human anatomy works. Because he's like, that this was made by an alien. I would believe you. It's, he's, that's the sounds, funny thing. That's one of the things people say. People are like, "Oh, we think that um, Tommy Wiseau is an alien in human skin." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the room's not on my list because at least it's it, like it's not a good movie, but it's entertaining accidentally. <laughs> like it's it's not entertaining in the way it was intended to be, but it's still entertaining, like Batman and Robin. It's a terrible movie, but at least it's funny. Batman and Robin, I cannot, in good conscience, put a movie on a bad list that I've seen 15 times. And exactly. That's drinking games for. Right. Like, it's so cheesy and over the top that it's hilarious. So it's not on my bad, like, none of these are on my bad list. So that, that's, I guess it's a, like a clarification of 
worst movie. Worst movie is you did not enjoy it. Like you, you walked out or you stopped it or you just were like, okay, I'm never going to watch that again. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so, no, go ahead. A, lo- a lot of my um, movie, most of my movies, like that, I have one that I think is so bad it's good, so I might get rid of it. Yeah. So to me, worst list isn't so bad it's good. That's a different thing. Yeah, you're right. Um, like The Room, Batman and Robin, they all belong on that list. A lot of horror movies belong on that list. Um, but for me, these are movies that like I will literally never watch again. Um, and there are two reasons why I will never watch a movie again. One is because it's terrible, and the other is because it's just hard to watch. There are movies. There are lots of movies that are hard to watch but are really good, but like they're just they're gut wrenching. So you're like, yeah, I can't watch that again. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just like like it could be a, usually the movies that are hard to watch are like they're really good, but they're too emotional. So you're like, okay, we don't need that in our lives. But this is like, no, I'll never watch it again because I'm not going to torture myself like that. Why would I punish myself? I haven't been bad. I am a good person. (laughs) Um, So the next movie on my list is, I had to see this because somebody told me it was a movie, but I didn't believe (laughs) it. But it turns out it was true and I started watching it and like, I don't know, maybe half hour in, I was like, okay, I'm done. I don't need to finish this. Uh, it's called Rubber. Oh, my God. I want to see it so bad. It's a killer tire, this, right? This is exactly what we're talking about. I just told you it's the wor- one of the worst movies I've ever seen, and that's your reaction. Uh, that's I, the- I wanted to see it. I have it on my watch list, but um, I wanted well, to watch we'll it before this, that. but I couldn't find it. It's about a killer tire. It's so stupid. It's, yeah, it's literally a killer tire. <laughs> It's a tire, okay, so um, it's a satirical horror film about a tire that comes to life and kills people with its psychokinetic powers. What the fuck is it satirizing? It's a stupid tire. It's literally just, and here's the thing, there's no, like, there's no plot. It's literally just a tire that blows people up. And oh. you're watching, you're literally watching a tire, like a tire from a car, just roll around without rims, with the tire itself, just the rubber. Mm-hmm. And it's rolling around, and then like it encounters people, and it blows them the fuck up, and then it rolls down another dirt road, and it does it again, and I'm just like, this is the whole like I can't do this. Yeah, <laughs> this is the whole movie. And after a while, I was just like, okay, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah, like, I can't, I can't allow myself to finish this. I think more of myself than allowing <laughs> myself to get through. Like an hour and a half of a tire just fucking blowing people up in the desert. <laughs> I could do anything else. It's not so stupid. It is. It's that. It's just like, and the reason why I saw it was because somebody was like, oh, have you seen that tire movie? And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> There's this tire that like blows people up. And when you hear somebody say that, you're like, a tire blows people up. I got to see this. And then you see it and you're like, no, it's just a fucking, it's just a rubber tire rolling down the, like, down through the desert. And then it just encounters people and fucking blows them up. And then you move on and then does it again. And then I'm like, there's nothing. This is all that happens. The problem with, with no, like, ones that sound funny. Yeah, the, the problem with movies that sound funny once is that it's an hour and a half or two hours or an hour and a half. And it's just not worth seeing for the entire time. I, at some point, you're like, okay, I get it. Are you going to do something else? No? Well, fuck me, I guess. 
That's exactly what happened. Okay, and here's an example. Here's what explains this. I just read this. Um, I'm on Wikipedia, and it says, a group of people in a California desert are gathered to watch a film. A sheriff named Chad points out that many moments in cinema happen for no reason, and the life is full of this no reason, and that this film, everything I'm saying like weird is is in quotation marks, Um, that this film is an homage to no reason. So there's no reason to watch it. Good to know. Literally. That's what, and that's what I'm saying. Like there's literally, there's no plot. It's the tire rolls down the street and blows people up. And you're like, why is there, how did the tire gain sentience? Why is the tire blowing shit up? You don't need to know any of that. There's no reason. Literally. Like, I don't know why it's called rubber. It may as well just be called no reason. Cause that's what we got. <laughs> so don't watch it because it's stupid and it's a waste of your life and you'll never get that time back. Um, uh, what's wait. the, oh, okay, so here's another one that takes place in the desert. Okay. I didn't, I, this one I finished because. What, what did a, you say it was? I haven't said it yet. Um, okay. this one I finished because it has a plot to it and I was desperately trying to find out where it goes because I was like, this is so fucking weird. Like, why is, why is everything happening? And then in the end, I was like, I think I'm dumber. <laughs> oh, those are the worst. And that movie is called The Bad Batch. And it's nope. um, not to be confused with the recent first episode of The Clone Wars Season 7, The Bad Batch. That's an awesome episode. Go fucking watch that. In fact, watch that four times instead of watching this shit because this movie is terrible. It's got... Oh, it's, uh, Jason- oh, it's it, a butt. All right. Cool. Um, Jason Momoa and who else is in it? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Don't watch it. Um, okay. And it, okay, I'm just going to read the synopsis because it's so... I, you, it's so fucking stupid. Okay. Oh no! So Arlene is a huh? She's the director of one of my favorite um, horror movies of uh, 2014, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Oh, oh that's a crying shame. And I'm probably not going to now. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, Arlene- you won't like it, but I liked that movie. Uh, it's okay. not like it's not bad, but this one looks terrible. I was going to say that maybe you'll like the Bad Batch. I don't know. Um, so Arlene is abandoned in a Texas wasteland that is fenced off from civilization. While trying to navigate the unforgiving landscape, she's captured by a savage band of cannibals led by the mysterious Miami Man. Miami Man is Jason Momoa. Um, with her life on the line, she makes her way to the dream, which is dumb. Just throwing that out there. Um, right. As she adjusts her life on the Bad Batch, she discovers that being good or bad mostly depends on who's standing next to you. So, what happens is she's there again. This is one of those no reason situations. We're in like some kind of dystopian future. There's no explanation <laughs> how we got there or wh- what happened. It's just boom, dystopian future. It opens with her getting kicked out of prison and just like dropped and essentially Mad Max, but without it being interesting or cool. Oh, I like so it people, being interesting and cool. Yeah, it's just like a bunch of terrible people that are out to kill you or cut off your limbs and eat them, whatever. And there's no reason why people want to kill you. Like you can get why they're eating you because there's no food because they live in the desert. So it's not like they can eat vegetation or anything. So they're just eating each other. Um, And then Miami man who starts out as a cannibal, he's one of the people who also cuts people. And then like in this town, because it's like a little, there's like a little makeshift town of all these people. Um, People will walk around missing, you know, an arm or part of an arm or part of their leg. 
And then you realize later they're missing it because people are eating it. Like they, they get in the middle of the night, somebody will jump them and like chop off part of their leg, but they'll live. And then, you know, those people will eat that leg. And I'm like, there's nothing you could do for food. You just got to eat each other. Okay. This is where we are. Pretty cool. actually. And and then um, Miami man was again, Jason Momoa. He has a kid and um, it's just fucking weird. Okay. So he's like, He's got, a, he's got this kid and you're trying to figure out, like you're kind of with her on the journey because she gets dropped into this like area and she's got to navigate through and she almost gets eaten, but she doesn't. And then um, she ends up with Jason Momoa and his kid. And then I think his kid, if I remember correctly, she can, um, I think she draws things that like help them. And, um, cause again, like I saw this once, so it's, it's weird, but anyway, um, she ends up leaving, like escaping them. He decides to help her for some reason. And the, like, he's not really clear why, because he was a cannibal like 10 minutes ago eating people and he was about to eat her, but then he's like, okay, I'll keep you. But he doesn't do anything with her. Like he doesn't, like there's no, and it's made clear that there's like no such thing as altruism. So he's trying to use her, but you know, I don't remember why he was using her. So I think he was using her like to, to raise his kid. Um, but whatever. Um, so then she ends up leaving and going to this place called the dream. And the dream is like, it's, I don't know, it's, it's like, it's almost like an oasis in the desert because it's as if you were to put like a celebrity mansion from like, from like LA, from like Hollywood and just drop it into this like, dystopia where people are eating each other like that's the that's what's going on but then like <clears throat> people from there are doing weird drugs and the drugs are doing weird shit to people and then there's this weird plot with like these pregnant women it just gets weirder and weirder and weirder and weirder and then it ends and you're like what the fuck was the point of this <laughs> yeah. so that was yeah. it. I'm not gonna lie i want to watch it now yeah see because you're weird sure <laughs> so um i just remember like she had escaped, mm-hmm. she made it to the dream. She found out that the dream, oh, Keanu Reeves is, so um, <clears throat> it has Gianna, Giovanni Ribisi and Keanu Reeves in it. Keanu Reeves is the dream. And I think he was like impregnating hey, women or something. I don't really remember. Um, <clears throat> but I just remember there was a plot with like all these pregnant women. And she narrowly escapes there, becomes kind of like a Kill Bill thing for her to like get out of that. She gets out of there and then ends up back with um, Jason Momoa. And I think she like saved the kid from, cause I think the pregnant women were gonna raise the kid. And then she ends up back with Jason Momoa. And it's, I just remember like, she keeps going, she escapes one bad situation and ends up in a worse one. And then we'll go back to another bad situation. And it's like, there is no like, you know, like in zombie movies, they're always like, oh, there's this one place where it's like the last stand for humanity. If we can make it there, we'll be okay. There's no place like that. It's just all shit. Everything's terrible, and the movie is dumb, and I finished <laughs> it. There's going to be a reason. Like, why did Keanu Reeves have all the pregnant bitches? And why did all this happen? What's with the kid? And it was like, the end. And I was like, fuck this movie. And that's, It does sound like Mad Max, but bad. Yeah, but not good but not good. And it's just, and everybody's a terrible person. She's a terrible person. 
he's a t- everybody and Keanu Reeves. You're thinking, oh, thank God, it's Keanu Reeves. He's good. And then you find out he's a terrible person. It's like fuck everything. There's no. It's just like like with rubber. There's no reason for any of it. It's just it happens, and then we saw it, and then it's over, and then like that's it. And you're like, why did I watch this? Oh man, that reminds me of another Keanu Reeves movie. Okay. Um, I'll get to that one in a minute because I'm adding it to the list. Um, Bad Batch. And then um, next up is The Intruder. The reason why I put The Intruder on here is because I actually walked out at the end. Oh, no. We talked about it before, so I'm not going to prepare. It was like I didn't finish it in the theater because I was just like, yeah, this is so stupid. I don't even care. I hope she dies. (laughs) It was... um, it was a like one of those home invader movies, but the characters were so fucking stupid that I was like, I hope he kills you. I hope everybody. In fact, I hope there's a bomb that goes off and you all die because you're all that stupid. Like it was just, it was that dumb. It was that oh, dumb. That's, that's really bad. Yeah. Um, oh man, Keanu's not in a lot of good movies because he no. was in Replicas too. That wasn't good either. He's um, in like what what uh, Keanu Reeves does is he's in like. A franchise which we all love, whether it's The Matrix or John Wick, and then he just does a bunch of shitty movies, but yes. that everyone just forgets that he's terrible in. Um, so uh, has he been in good movies yeah, that are part of a big franchise? Okay, so the next movie that I just now remembered because I was talking about Keanu Reeves, that okay. is a movie that again I finished it. It's the exact same as The Bad Batch. I was like, no, there has to. I'm gonna finish this shit. Because there has to be a reason for this. And it's called Knock Knock. Who's there? And That's what the sequel needs to be called. Oh, there's no, you can't, there's no sequel. Spoiler <laughs> alert, there's no fucking reason for this movie. Okay? So, this I'm going to read the synopsis. A devoted father helps two stranded young women who knock on his door, but his kind gesture turns into a dangerous seduction and a deadly game of cat and mouse. Okay. Sounds sexy. So, it sounds sexy, it pretends to be sexy. It's portrayed as if, like, oh, what happens if, you know, Keanu Reeves lets these two women into his house and they take over and shit goes weird. And so at first, you're like, oh, he's married. He's a good guy. He's happily married. And um, his wife and kids go someplace. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Uh, but they're gone for the weekend, right? And he was supposed to go with them, but he has to work, so he has to stay behind. Because um, something happened where, like, he had to stay. He was, the, the plan was for all of them to go. Something happens where he has to stay behind. And then one night, it's super rainy, and um, the, a young, like, these two young girls knock on his door and are like, hey, our car broke down. Can we use your phone? And he's like, sure. So he lets them in to let them borrow the phone. And then they start, you know, at first they're, like, super thankful. And then they start acting a little weird. Like, so they're super thankful. They're soaking wet. Cause again, you know, it's raining and they're like, Hey, can we dry our clothes? So he's like, sure. So he goes and gets some robes and puts their clothes in the dryer. And then they start going through his house and they're like, Oh, like talking about his music collection and his records. And in the beginning he reacts the same way anybody would like, okay, yeah, sure. And then after a while, he starts to kind of get into it because they're like, oh, you like this music because he's got vinyl, you know. And anybody who owns vinyl is just pretentious enough to be like, well, my music is the good music. <laughs> so when they start 
when these like young girls, because they, they look to be, they're in that weird age range where you're like, are you 17 or 22? I don't know. They're somewhere in that age range. And so these girls are like, oh, you listen to this jazz music. You're awesome. And he's like, well, yes, I am. And then, <laughs> and then they like put it on and start dancing with them and everything. And then they start like, you know, getting a little more intimate. They start going through his house. And at first he's like, okay, guys, you know, you can't be doing this. And then they start like, they slowly, it's like an exercise in patience. Like at what point do you kick them out? Right. And this slowly amps up. At first, it's normal, and then it slowly gets worse and worse and worse. And then eventually, it's like they start destroying his house. They start trying to seduce him. And at first, he's like, no, I'm married. And then, um, and then you find out that he had sex with them, but it's questionable as to whether it was consensual because some weird shit happens. And like when I say weird shit, like all kinds of weird shit happens in this house. And then, cause like it even gets to the point where he thinks some, Oh, somebody does get murdered. Someone, one of his friends come over. I think it's like his wife's friend. One of his friends comes over the, one of the girls murders the guy and then like frames him for it. And then they bury him up to his head. And then like they, so um, they seduce him. They, I don't think they have sex with him, but then they like frame him. And then I think I think they knock him out or something and then rape him. Something weird happens where, like, even if he had sex with them, it was consensual. They were like, oh, we're underage. And he's like, oh. what? And they, they come in and tell him that they're, like, 20 or some shit. And then they're like, no, we're only 16 or some shit like that. And he's like, what? And then they start going through the house. Like, his wife has a studio. They destroy her artwork. They, like, literally vandalize the entire house. And then, like I said, somebody comes over and he tries to call the cops. They stop him. Somebody, um, his friend comes over. They murder the friend. And because the friend was going to tell his wife what happened, like these two crazy girls were framing him for things he didn't do. And then they videotaped themselves having sex with him while I think he was passed out. And they were like, oh, we're going to send that to your wife and we're going to send that to the police because we're under You don't under tell age. that someone's passed out? No, no, no. They didn't. I think they... I don't remember if you... I think he was passed out because, again, I've only seen this movie once. I'm pretty sure, like, they knocked... They, they did something to knock him out because, again, it gets crazy. Like, they get violent and he's trying to stop them. And they, like, oh, yeah, it is. And so, but the whole time you're wondering, like, what's the point of this? Like... Because, you know, usually a situation like this, at the end, you find out that it's like Hard Candy. Have you seen Hard Candy? No. Oh, my gosh. You have to see. So I thought this was going to okay. be another Hard Candy where, like, at the end, you're like, oh, she was justified in doing all the horrible shit she did. Oh, OK. But the, while you're watching it, you're like, huh. At first, you're like, you know, when like, OK, so Hard Candy is a movie with um, Ellen Page and um, Will Arnett. And yeah, Ellen Page is a 14 year old girl and she's trying to, she, but she pretends, I think she pretends to be like 17 and she's like coming on to Will Arnett, who's a grown man. I think he's married. And, um, she's trying to convince him to like, she's trying to seduce him. And the whole time you're like, what the hell is she doing? And he's like, no, no, you know, he's, he's telling her like, no, you know, no, 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 you're a kid. No, you're a kid. And she's in his house. And then again, like weird shit ensues. I won't spoil it for you. But at the end, like, you're like, oh, like there's a lesson to be learned in, in Heart Candy. 
there's no fucking lesson at knock knock all that happens is his wife comes home with the kids like the weekend ends his wife comes home with the kids and he's buried in the backyard with dirt up to his neck and his um friend i think they like left the friend's body in the house but framed him for it they left pictures of themselves they left video of him having sex with them and they vandalized the house and destroyed the wife's artwork and then like wrote lewd things on the walls and the wife comes the wife sees like something's not right when she first gets to the house she still lets the kids go in and there's like penises on the wall and shit and like all kinds of weird shit and she doesn't bother to say like kids go to the car <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, what the fuck and then the movie ends and you're like so there was no point to this he didn't do anything he wasn't like some weird pedophile that was trying to take all you know he didn't do anything wrong to deserve all of this and like he wasn't like some kind of mass murderer who deserved it no he was they just picked him and tortured him and ruined his life and then left and that was the end of the movie right and i was um, like why the fuck did i watch that when you were talking about it it reminded me of uh gone girl where um you've seen gone girl i suspect yeah, but see, with Gone Girl, she at least was in a relationship with him. Yeah. And even with um, with Neil Patrick Harris, she tortured him too. But again, she had been in a relationship with him. So in both cases, these men, like, they didn't necessarily do anything to deserve what they got. But they still, like, they agreed to be in a relationship with the crazy ass. And they allowed her to come back, knowing she was crazy. Whereas with Keanu Reeves, he literally was just being a good Samaritan, letting him use the phone. And then he couldn't get him out of his house. And then, like, just, it just went bad and wrong. And there was no, like, he wasn't a drug dealer or an arms dealer. He wasn't, like, involved in sex trafficking. It was just like, nope, he's just random dude. And they fucked with his life irreparably. And he's gonna lose his kids. His house is destroyed. Um, he's gonna lose his kids and his wife, and for what? Just because two teenage girls thought it would be funny, like they thought it, it'd be fun. It reminds, like, it, it's like they wanted to do old boy or um or gone girl, but didn't have any context, and it's like, ah, eh, fuck it, who cares? Yeah, so that's the thing. Like with old boy and gone girl, there's context, there's a reason behind all of it, and with this, like you're watching the most outrageous shit. And then when it ends, there was no reason. There's no, there's, there's no reason why they picked him. There's no reason why they did this at all. And so, yeah, that's why I'm like, no, that's a terrible movie. I'll never watch it again. And I can't believe Keanu Reeves did that. Ugh, it was horrible. Um, so, yeah, those are my movies. That's what, five, six? One, two, three, four, five, six. And then movie 43, I'll count as, like, the six plus one we share. Because... Uh-huh. Everybody hates movie 43. That's unanimous that that's terrible. That, I can't believe that movie got made. I want to see the making of that movie. So I got rid of Cats from my list because of the so bad it's good rule. And I put movie 43 in uh, instead. Because, because even though I've only seen Cats once, I want to see it again. And think of drinking games and invite people to watch it. Oh, why would you do that to your friends? What have they done to you? That's the real question. I'm going to lose so many friends if I ever do that. But... And that's, but I decided to get rid of uh, Cats and put movie 43 on the list. Um, so, you have got like, this is bad. Can't believe that this got made. This is terrible. I took that 
and then use that as a fucking jumpy off point to like, yeah, but what is the worst ones I could find? See, there's an inherent problem with that, and that is that you were looking. Yep. I, was I never went looking. I was just like, oh, here's a movie. Like, here's a war movie that, you know, has a stellar cast. It can't be bad. It's got all these actors in it. Nope. It was terribly boring. Here's a film. Oh, it's got, like, yeah, it looks really stupid, but it's, it's funny stupid. And again, it's got all these actors in it. No, it's just stupid. It's not even funny. And then, okay. oh, there's a movie about a tire blowing people up. That's got to be interesting. How does a tire do? Nope, doesn't matter. It's not interesting. It rolls over people. That's it. I don't care about cover. Probably going to see it though. <laughs> but, okay, so let's start right, with um, a movie that was mismarketed so hard. Okay, so here's, here's what happened with my first movie. There's a movie, there was a movie coming out called Down and Under, right? Which is these stupid Americans come to Australia, right? And they, um, and it's R-rated. It's meant to be a sex comedy and it's R-rated. And then when they screen it, they realize that no one likes anything about it. So they go, except for one scene, there's a kangaroo in the movie and they're like, that, the kangaroo actually kind of cool, right? No, nothing else about this movie. Everything sucks. So what they did was they went to the studio and they got an extra like $20 million to add one CGI scene with a kangaroo in it. And then they mismarketed the entire movie around this stupid kangaroo. And even though it was an R-rated sex comedy, they edited down to be PG-rated and marketed to eight-year-olds. That oh. is how we got Kangaroo Jack. Oh, I was like, I'm Googling down and under. I don't see shit for it. So okay, they, so they, Kangaroo Jack is an R, was an R-rated movie, uh, an R-rated sex comedy, which had neither sex nor comedy in it. And then... So comedy. Yeah, exactly. So they, they had that, and it's clear that this was meant to be R-rated, but they edited the shit out of it in order to get a new rating. But, like, all the parents complained because there's more, there's more dedication to seeing what's-her-name's boobs than there is to seeing the fucking kangaroo that's on the poster. Like, the poster is the kangaroo with the sunglasses and the dumb jacket. Yes. And, and then, after the entire movie happens, there's a scene where the, the character, Kangaroo Jack, complains that there wasn't enough Kangaroo Jack in it. I'm like, fuck you, movie. You can't just say that. I was saying that. You can't. Fuck you. And I saw it because there was a kangaroo on the fucking poster. And I was nine. So, like, it worked, I guess. You totally got suckered in. I got so suckered in. And it took me like 20 minutes to realize that this movie wasn't good or had no kangaroos in it. Because literally the entire premise is they put the jacket on the kangaroo because they're jackasses. And then the kangaroo goes away. And then there's a hallucination scene. What? What did you ask? Why would a kangaroo need a jacket? Hmm, that's a good point. So these assholes put the kangaroo in the jacket because they're drunk and stupid. They hit, they hit the kangaroo and they think it's dead, so they act like complete assholes, and then the kangaroo is not dead, and then just hops away. And apparently, they were fucking giving money to this mobster to pay for their own murders. Because it's a kid's movie, you see. Because that's oh, perfect for nine-year-olds. Someone took a subplot 
not even a subplot, just like a plot point from Hamlet, but used it with like with through Bill and Ted esque type situation. There's no and way that added a kangaroo. There's no way that these um, writers were smart enough to read Hamlet. It, that's a that's Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Yeah, I know. Where it's they a coincidence because there's own... no way they're smart enough to read. <laughs> I hate this movie so much. There's a secret to it, which is a king. There's a secret to it, which is a cartoon where the fucking kangaroo is the star and does boxing because, of course, he does. And like, wow. that is the kind of dumb shit that this movie should have been. But no, you had to. You were. You started off making an R-rated sex comedy, and no one liked it. So you basically asked the shooter for an extra twenty million dollars to add one scene where he dreams that the kangaroo's talking. And they put that fucking scene over all the trailers. And I got <laughs> suck it in. So the critic review that I'm seeing is Kangaroo Jack is not just a very bad movie. It's a very bad movie that shows inadequately the MPAA rating system or how inadequately the MPAA rating system handles the kinds of materials that are concerned to parents. There you go. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It's a special kind of bad. And I can't believe I saw it on purpose oh without knowing it was bad. Okay, here's what's going to amaze you. Okay. On Rotten Tomatoes, it's got one star, 8%, right? Uh -huh. But the audience reviews, there's a five-star review of this. Okay. It says, might be one of the best live-action movies in existence. Its charm and humor is only for the select smartest. <laughs> <laughs> That is a guy that has watched this movie 55 times and everyone is like, it's terrible. It's like, no, you just don't get it. He has no So friends. they're Batman v Superman fans? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Batman v Superman, Kangaroo Jack, same level. <laughs> Fucking hate oh that my movie. gosh. So I, I Googled it, right? At the bottom of Google, it's like Kangaroo Jack, false advertising. <laughs> yep. See? <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, there's no way no there's no way anyone would have said and it worked by the way it made its money back that's why there's a fucking sequel it yeah made the its sequel money back because called... all the parents took their kids to see it and then immediately complained loudly <laughs> but hey they already got the money yeah so like fuck me i guess the sequel is called kangaroo jack good day usa mm-hmm <laughs> You know what's funny? I vaguely remember seeing the trailer for this movie, and I thought, oh, that looks stupid. And I didn't watch it. Well, yeah, so, because it looks stupid. It looks like a talking kangaroo. The only people that would watch it are nine-year-olds, and they're going to accidentally see a fucking sex crime thriller that's probably got comedy in it. It's probably. Was it even funny? No, of course it wasn't funny. It was garbage. I, as a nine-year-old, saw it and I was like, ha, ah, it's got a kangaroo. Where's the kangaroo gone? I don't know. I'm going to play with Lego or something. <laughs> How long was the kangaroo in it? Five minutes. There was two scenes of the kangaroo. They added an extra scene. There was a scene where, they, where he was dead and they put the jacket on him. And there was another scene, which was the dream sequence, uh, which went for like two minutes. So five minutes. And they marketed the entire movie around that stupid kangaroo. Okay, so what's funny to me about all of this is there was a commercial, I think it was just a tourism board commercial for Australia, 
but it actually looked like it would be a good movie between um, Chris Hemsworth and it's not the Crocodile um, Dundee one. Yeah, but it's not actually yeah. a Crocodile. It looks it's it's like pretending to be a sequel, like or like a kind of like a soft reboot to where like it's a sequel, but also kind of a reboot of Crocodile Dundee. But instead of it being like an Australian coming to the U.S., it was the reverse. It was um, um, oh, what's his name? The dude from Eastbound and Down. Um, oh, I can't remember his name. But anyways, him going to um, going to Australia, and he's supposed to be like the son of Crocodile Dundee, but he's actually American. It was like a reverse. Oh, Danny McBride. That's his name. Um, so it was like Danny McBride was like supposed to be Crocodile Dundee's son, but who was born and raised in the U.S. going to Australia. And, but it was like, it's all, it, there's not actually a movie, but it sounds like a good movie. And it sounds like it would be a way better movie than Kicker Jack. Most movies are. <laughs> the only movies that aren't better than Kangaroo Jack are the other ones on this list. And the other ones on this. Okay. What else is on your list? Okay. So, so we have The Mask, a great like live action cartoon with Jim Carrey. And then they're like, we're going to make a sequel later. I mean, not now, later. And then Jim Carrey's like, yeah, I last time I did a sequel, it didn't turn out so good, so I'm not doing a sequel. Plus, it's like 10 years later, so fuck you. But like, we want you to do a sequel. No. All right, who else do we have for a sequel to The Mask? Uh, Jamie Kennedy? Oh, okay, so no one. Oh, you actually watched that? Yeah. Why would you do that? Okay. I I said you actually watched that? Why, Why would you do that? Okay, so... It's, it's like 2006. Uh, I'm looking through my uncle's DVD collection and it's like Simon Moss. Cool. Sequel to the Moss. I'm in. Oh, fuck. Nothing good. <laughs> when, when, uh, I, when I watch bad movies on purpose, there's a certain mindset that I get into. But with Son of the Mask, I'm like, it's a sequel to the Mask. That's cool. I love the Mask. Oh, wait. It's terrible. <laughs> oh. oh. It's it's so so bad. The CGI baby. I can't emphasize enough how terrifying this movie is. Yeah, you're gonna have to explain it because I of course didn't see it because it looks terrible. Good for you. So um so we have <laughs> we have the mask uh going to this dumbass's house uh and he's like I don't want to be a dad because I'm nine years old and I act like a nine year old even though I'm forty five. I'm like fuck you. Okay. And, then, and then he is wearing the mask and he has a kid it, as the mask, it, as the mask. So it's son of the mask. So this kid has superpowers as a baby. And the reason he hates his dad is because his dad is a complete asshole. So does the baby have to wear the mask to get the powers? Or no, does, the baby just have has the- superpowers because, because when, um, when Dumbass was wearing the mask, he had the kid. And so it's so, the, it's the dog wearing the mask. There's a dog who's also terrifying that's wearing the mask, and he's trying to kill the baby. And the baby has also uh, got superpowers. But if he didn't, the baby would 100% be dead. Uh, and like I don't care because none of these people are good. You have Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming plays Loki. Why don't I like this movie with Alan Cumming playing Loki? Oh, I know because he's not allowed to do anything as Loki. There's a scene where he rips off someone's face, and I'm like, that's horrifying. 
This is meant to be for like oh. eight-year-olds. And and I know it's for eight-year-olds and not like teenagers like the original one was because there's no way adults would like this. <sighs> uh, yeah, it's only PG. <sighs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's not good at all. Huh. Um, yeah, it, it does have a one star on IMDb. Yeah. Um, it has a 1% on Rotten Tomatoes and Rotten Tomatoes has a 1% margin of error. I, I checked, it has one, one fresh review. And, and I don't know, but I think, I don't know who reviewed it, but I don't trust him. <laughs> okay, so Jamie Kennedy wearing the mask looks terrible. Uh-huh. Like the CGI, to, I don't understand this because this came out in 2005, right? The mask right. came out in 1984. This came out 11 years after the original, and the CGI is worse. I need an explanation for that. No one cared. The director <laughs> didn't care. The, the producers didn't care. They're like, we've been, we've been promising a fucking mask movie for the past 10 years. Get something out. Doesn't matter what. And then they did, and no one cared. No one saw it. Wow. It came and went and without, like, a fart in the wind. <laughs> um, so you will love this news that I just saw. Uh-huh. They are uh-huh. in talks to make an official... This was just bullshit, apparently. And they're trying to get Jim Carrey to actually make of The Mask 2 this year. I'd watch it, but, like, there's no way he'll do it. Not after well, um, Ace Ventura 2 and Dumb and Dumber 2. That's the thing. He said he'll do it, but only if... They certain people are uh, certain only if he has the right filmmaker. So he said at first he was like absolutely not, and then la- as of last year he said okay, but only if the right filmmakers are involved. So you know how studios love money, and especially with Sonic the Hedgehog being a success, it's probably going to happen. It's going to be like the return of Wacky Jim Carrey. Sonic the Hedgehog is his audition for the mask. Uh, too. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Jim Carrey. He didn't need an audition. I know, but, I, but I'm I... just saying that if anyone doubts that he can um, pull off the stupid cartoony antics from The Mask, watch Sonic. Yeah, or, you know, the original The Mask. I still can't believe Alan Cumming is Loki. Yeah, I know. I can't see images of that. It's not good. He looks like a frat boy. Spiky hair and leather oh. coat. But he doesn't look like Loki. Oh, yeah, you're right. This isn't... I don't like this. No. This doesn't look the way that I thought. Oh, he just looks like... He looks like a terrible video game character. What the hell are they doing? Yeah, he looks like a douchebag. Like everyone else. Wow. They successfully fucked up a somewhat decent film. I mean, he just... This is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing else to say about it. Like, like Alan Cumming was in... Alan Cumming was in Spy Kids. A movie that objectively should be terrible, but isn't because all the actors rule. But they, but not even he can save this one. Okay, so the original image I saw was of Loki apparently wearing the mask. And then the other images are of him without wearing the mask, where he just looks like a band member from The Cure who was out of place. Yep. So oh, this just looks stupid all the way around. Also... Where did where did the power from? Oh my gosh, the mask spe- semen. Uh huh. There's a shot 
Yeah, I'm just going through images, and I'm seeing an image of the semen from. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I've seen this now. Oh, I didn't even watch. Welcome the movie. to my world. Terrible. I saw this movie all the way through. Okay, next movie. Get this image out of my head. Move on. Okay, <laughs> next movie. So uh, we got we got the Batman. Batman's pretty cool, right? We got Batman, right? We have Batman, yeah. all the Batman movies, Batman and animated series, Batman 66. Everyone loves the Batmans. How about we take one of the most popular villains and give her her own movie? That'll work. Which and then they make is... Catwoman. Okay, I wasn't sure where you were going with that because I was like, are you talking about Harley Quinn or... All right, Catwoman, uh, got ya. So, um, what do we know about Catwoman? Well, we know her name is obviously Patience Phillips. Uh, we know that she works for a makeup company, and we know that she has nothing to do with Batman. Let's do this. Also, she has magic powers. I saw that film. <laughs> yeah, basically, this film had nothing to do with the actual DC universe. Yeah. I don't know that Catwoman, because she's not... She really... You could have changed the name from Catwoman to anything else, and it would have... Like, you could have changed it to, like the cat and it would have been fine because there is no connection to dc in this film whatsoever the name of catwoman in dc is selena kyle not patience the way catwoman got her power catwoman doesn't actually have powers yeah so they, got it, it was a, they, they basically these people saw batman returns once kind of remember it <laughs> and and they're like oh catwoman has the cat powers i saw that movie from that guy that uh everyone likes his batman movies i suspect Let's do that again. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it wasn't, it was And then, like, the whole plot with Sharon Stone, we're like, oh, okay, so you have to watch the pitch meeting for this to really appreciate it. Because oh, he does an okay. excellent job. Oh, he, oh, you got to watch it. He does an excellent job of breaking it down. Because um, they were talking about, what is it called? Diabolique or Boutique? What was the name of that stuff uh, they put on their the face? Fuck? Yeah, that. Some, some anyway. bullshit makeup. <laughs> Right. Oh, because so whatever, she's a woman, you see. So we need her to ha be involved in makeup. Yeah, and whatever that makeup was, it was some kind of like I want to say it was called Diabolique or or Beautique or some shit. I don't remember. Anyway, whatever it was, um, like he points out how it's supposed to like harden your face the longer you use it and be irreversible, which is what was happening to Sharon Stone except they're able to reverse it without explaining how, but Sharon Stones is still somehow irreversible. And like her friend that takes it, like she's starting to notice side effects, but she doesn't like, she doesn't become hard like she's supposed to. So basically it works however they need it to work from scene uh -huh. to scene. And there's like no consistency. And then like, there's this whole weird Egyptian thing with the cats and the because cat, like after she breathes into her and like, why does she die? And then so how does she get out? Like everything that happens, you're like, there's no explanation how anything works and they don't even bother. They're just like, fuck it. It's because, you know, ancient Egypt. Yeah, ancient <laughs> Egypt cat magic. Who do you, who the fuck do you care? I mean, yeah, there's, exactly. no way, there's no way that you'll take superhero movies seriously. I mean, what, how are you going to take Batman seriously? Oh, there's going to be a new and great Batman movie in like a year? Well, fuck us. Also, this came out in 2004. Bat I thought that this came out in the fucking 90s. What the hell is going on? 
this is not good, man. Oh, it's it was so terrible. Awful. The CGI looks like um, it came out in the 90s. The premise was like, kind of, you kind of know what superheroes are. It's, <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. And again, it's another one with like good actors. It's got Halle Berry, Benjamin Bratt, Lambert Wilson, Francis Conroy, and Sharon Stone. Um, this is Halle Berry's second entry into the show. Mm-hmm. She was also in movie 43. Because, yeah. like, she can't get good movie. God damn it. She can. She's won an Oscar. But she oh, also that does reminds shit. me. She, she won the Oscar, and then she won a Razzie on the same year. So she came from the Oscars to the Razzies, holding her Oscar, and she's like, I'm not going to give this back! <laughs> Did she win the Razzie for Catwoman? Yeah, she won the Razzie for Catwoman and she won the Oscar. She brought out her co-star from Catwoman and they and they accepted the Razzie like it was an Oscar. And then she made this entire speech. It was great. It's the best part of Catwoman. It's her speech with the Razzies. Oh my gosh. Yeah, uh-huh. so she won the Oscar for Monsters Ball that same year. But uh-huh. I just love that she also got a Razzie and that she went... Like, that's yeah. great. She went with her co-star, and they were like, oh, I can't believe it. I worked so hard. Uh, I didn't know what the fuck he, the director was saying, but, like, it probably shows my performance. It's the best speech. Oh, my gosh. Oh. It's so good. <laughs> she won for Worst Actress. Uh-huh. It also won for Worst Director, Worst Screenplay, uh, Worst Picture. Um, yeah. That was was nominated for Worst Supporting Actor, Worst Supporting Actress, and Worst Screen Couple. But it didn't win those. Oh, what a shame. Uh, yeah, I honestly have no idea what the hell they were thinking because, again, this has nothing to do with DC Comics. Like, nope. <laughs> the DC Comics character, it's not the same name. It's not the same origin, not the same powers. The DC Comics character... You'd be hard-pressed to do her story without it leading into Batman at all. You could, because you could do her origin story. But that's not what this is. Because she doesn't have powers. She's just a cat burglar. Yeah, you just make her a cat burglar. You have it it be like, Gotham's a piece of shit, Batman's doing his thing, and Catwoman's doing her thing, and then they can beat up at the end. Yeah. Actually, I think if you take the the story from um from the dark knight rises with her version of catwoman and just rewind it to before she meets bruce wayne that would probably be a good movie yeah you can also like, do take- it so that um you, you can also do it so that batman is like hey i uh in order to save the city i need you to steal this thing i can't do it because i'm not subtle uh i don't There's think so batman would cat- yeah, but there's so many, like, Catwoman movies that you could do. You don't have to do a shit one. Well, so here, what you could do, how you could tie it to, um, to Batman is, Batman's the world's greatest detective, right? So you could just have there be, like, a shadow that's constantly watching her. You don't even have to show Batman, but you just, he's represented by this shadow that is always watching. And then at the very last frame just show him off in the distance watching her. And so, yeah. you know, like, Ooh, yeah. that was Batman the whole through the whole movie. Every time there was a shadow watching her commit a crime, it was Batman. So then the next movie, you can find out why he didn't stop her. 
Because in the first movie, he just let her go. He just kept watching her commit these crimes and didn't stop her. So in the second movie, you can have that whole, like, why he didn't stop her plot and, like, will they, won't they? Because in the comics, there's a lot of will they, won't they until recently. And it's like, no, they will. They do. <laughs> they definitely <laughs> will and do. Congratulations. They, they will and they did it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. But that, so basically, this movie has nothing to do with DC and it should never have been called Catwoman and it was not good. It should never have been made. This is also true. Oh, okay. Okay. Next up. Okay, next up. So, I have this thing. So, there's a director. The director, right, is Robert Rodriguez. And he is good at doing, like, dark R-rated horror and action movies, right? He's good at that. But also, for some reason, he does a bunch of kids' movies. Why do I have a feeling this is going to be like Spy Kids 4 or some shit? Okay, so I saw Spy Kids 4. And while Spy Kids 4 isn't good, it's still about spies. So, like, I got, so you got the dumb gadgets with the, with the silly stuff. And Spy Kids 1 is genuinely great. Spy Kids 2 is kind of good. Spy Kids 3 and 4 is bad. But there's another movie that he made written by his eight-year-old kids. Literally. Uh-huh. And it is called Sharkboy and Lava Girl. A superhero movie, but with that kid from Twilight and some random. And for some reason it got made, despite the fact that it was written by his kids and has the budget of their gas money. <laughs> the budget of their gas money. It was made. Wow. I saw the behind the scenes and I felt, felt gross because it looked like their home movie. So you have these, their, his kids were writing the movie and then like five and seven or whatever and i'm like well feels like it so that's bad stop making movies for your kids hollywood monster trucks other movies i assume shabu and love girls utter trash and it's like it's based around dreams and it's like shared dreams and i'm like you're not inception fuck you how old were you when you saw this i don't know i can't remember i was watching spy kids well that could have been last year that's true uh, but like, I, it doesn't matter. I hate it when it came out. It was so, it was so terrible. It was just not good at all. The, the entire, it's all about like dreaming and like being asleep and like you, we have to sleep in order for him to like create stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is so stupid. This is stupid. There's no way that sharing dreams could be a good premise. And Inception came out and I'm like, oh yeah, it just needs to be done by good people. Taylor Lautner was Sharkboy? Yep. The kid from Twilight. Interesting. Well, when you said the kid from Twilight, I automatically thought of uh, Robert Pattinson. Because... No, he's way too good for this, even back then. Even back then? I love it. Yeah. This is what happens when Robert Rodriguez runs out of goodwill with his friends, because this is like his B-list team. (laughs) Well, you want to know something interesting? It made its money back. Of course it did, because it was made for $5 and a stick of gum. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. <sighs> so why is he called Shark Boy? Is it because, because he, he can control the shark? And he, had, and he was adopted. Okay, you want to know? I'll tell you how. Because he was adopted by sharks. His dad was a fisherman. And he got lost at sea, and then these sharks randomly decided to adopt him. Because that's a thing that happened. And then so he's, he's like, and then he, when he got adopted by sharks, randomly, 
one day he got he got fucking gills. He grew gills and then like shark fins and like pointy teeth. And and the okay. And the reason that this happened is because it's a it's like a dream that this kid was having and he goes to class telling kids about his dream and then randomly his dream's real and his teacher's pissed because like and his teacher isn't like holy shit your dream's real like this fucking magic or whatever that he the teacher's pissed because the villain looks exactly like him because he's an asshole okay this movie's <laughs> terrible i saw the whole thing <laughs> oh, this is hilarious. Okay. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. What's the love made of lava? She's she made of lava. lava. I don't. I don't know, man. What are lava? She, she what control, is lava's power? She can melt. She melts in this horrifying scene where her body's liquid, but she still has a head. And I'm like, ah! 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 Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then she can control lava and she throws lava and I'm like, this looks like a 2002 video game. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Oh, God. It's so bad. It's just, it's just really bad. It's so bad. It might be the worst one. It's probably, it is oh. it's definitely the worst one. Fuck that movie. There's a lot of merchandise for this movie. Yeah, because it was not, because it was like for nine-year-olds. So they're like, this is definitely going to be a success. And then it wasn't. And I was like, fuck, we still have the merchandise. Damn it. Oh, yeah. I'm actually amazed there wasn't a Shark Boy and Lava Girl 2 simply because it made the money back. Like, it made enough money so that it not only made the production cost, it also made the marketing budget back. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's easy the... to do when you have, when you make it for 50 cents. <laughs> it's getting lower and lower every time you say it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so bad, man. Uh, what's next? Okay, so, um, oh, it just makes me tired. So, we have, we have Food Fights, an animated movie made for $100 million that looks like it was made for the same amount of money as Sharp Boy and Love Girl. It's not good. Food Fight isn't good, but we've, I think we've talked about it. I can't remember. I, it, was a, it was like an angry blur. Okay, so, Pixar um, We did talk about this. Yeah, we did. Good. You did bring. Excellent. So skipping right along, finally. <laughs> That's all you guys. It's bad. Okay. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it wants to be Pixar. It was made for a hundred million dollars, but apparently that wasn't enough for it not to look like complete ass. Interesting. So, Star. Finally. Yeah. Finally. My, my revenge my, has happened. Revenge happened. We're going to talk We're about the Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, you bastard. That's why you wanted to do this. Yes. You son of a bitch. The that Wars Holiday exist. Special what is a piece of shit. Horrible it's person. A, it's a terrible, 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 terrible not movie. It's a movie you that is definitely not a movie. It's a, it's a series of, like, of skits revolving around a Wookiee family, Chewbacca's family, with no subtitles, but even if I know, it's probably not, they're not probably not saying anything important. There's a scene where his, where, where uh, Chewbacca's dad watches porn. Uh, why? This is probably made for children. None of the actors want to be there. Uh, Carrie Fisher is high as fuck. I want to be high as fuck. Everything's terrible. No one wants to be there. Uh, Luke, uh, Mark Hamill looks like a Ken doll. <laughs> Uh, Han Solo, there's a moment in this movie where he's like, I don't want to give a fuck about any movie I'm ever going to be in ever. 
<laughs> Fuck my career, filmmaking in general, the Star Wars brand, and Christmas. <laughs> There's a scene where this robot has like a bunch of arms, and that's the joke. There's another scene where we see an entire video where he's repair where, where he's it's a tutorial where they're repairing some sort of gadget and it's like look it's a star wars gadget let's watch the entire thing the entire tutorial there's another scene where you have this band singing a cover version of probably one of their songs i don't know if it's a real band this probably isn't a real movie but their entire band and it's like we're gonna see a cover version of our <laughs> song around star wars congratulations we exist <laughs> <laughs> There's a scene with with B. Arthur. B. Arthur is having a bar, and she owns a bar, and the and the uh, and the fucking empire wants to shut down her bar for no reason at all. And I'm like, no, B. Arthur, I like your bar. I think I can't remember. And there's this guy that has a volcano for a head and he drinks out of the volcano even though he has a mouth. And I'm like, ha, ha, ha! That's fucking Star Wars! Because it's weird, I guess. Fuck you. Fuck me. Why am I watching this? I hate it. Wow. I hate it so much. I had so many bad things and it took me three goes to watch it. I, I skipped. I, I, I watched like, for like, like 20 minutes and then I watched it up to the sex, to the porn. And then I'm like, holy fuck, this is, this is porn. And then I watched the rest. And then Beatha came on, and I'm like, thank God Beatha's here. She's an actor. She's good enough to save this five-minute section for this nine-hour movie. Fuck you and fuck me. Why did I watch this? It's terrible. Terrible. It's absolutely terrible. The Wookiees look like shit. The, the, his son is called Lumpy because it looks like someone beat the shit out of him. I cannot believe you did this to me. You wanted this list specifically so that you could talk about this movie. Yep. I wouldn't let you talk about it during the Star Wars ones. And you just you <laughs> found a way. You were like, oh, I'm just going <laughs> to throw this. And you knew. You knew. <laughs> I would have been like, nope. But this is, what, this is why you wanted to do it when we were doing the Star Wars. I didn't even see it coming. I did not see it. That was some 3D chess bullshit right there. Because I... <laughs> sucked me in because you know if i knew that you were gonna throw this shit out there that i'd have been like fuck that we'll do something else because this movie does not exist <sighs> it's not a real that movie sucks. if that helps it's not a real movie it's it hasn't got a plot it's a series of things that happen this came out before empire how did empire strikes back come out after this after this came out everyone should be like fuck star wars because it was a television special in 1978, the year I was born, which back then, you, there weren't, like, there was no such thing as a DVR. As a matter of fact, most people didn't even have VCRs. They were fairly new. And you couldn't necessarily record everything at that time. So, actually, I'm not sure if VCRs even were out, because I think VCRs came out in the 80s. But, um, yeah, so the only way to have seen the holiday special would have been to physically be in front of your television watching it when it aired at the, the time. The one time it so aired, because George Lucas yeah. pulled it, ordered all of it to be destroyed, and it was like, fuck that, it never happened. No, stop talking about it. Whenever, whenever you brought it up, Carrie Fisher said that, he, that she brought, had a copy that she'd play for guests when she wanted them to leave. <laughs> I can totally see that happening. <laughs> Harrison Ford once um, 
uh, once was on a talk show and uh, pretended to choke out the host because he brought up the holiday special. No one wants to admit that this thing exists, but it does exist. I saw it and I'm punishing you. I tell you about it. Okay, so apparently it was a TV series. It wasn't, it wasn't like a TV movie. It was a TV series. So all of these different episodes were different TV episodes that came out between November 17th, 1978 and March 31st, 1979. So I was born during this happening. I was born while the Star Wars holiday special that doesn't exist was airing on national television. That's Mm -hmm. when I was, that's when I became alive. And by the way, can I just say, what the fuck was up with Mark Hamill? Why does he, he not like look like Mark Ross. Hamill? He does. I see, he I doesn't. He went, he went, when I first I, saw this, I thought it was somebody else. I'm like, who the hell is that that they got to play Luke? And it was like, no, that's Mark Hamill. I'm like, are they using the softest focus ever? How the fuck does that look like Mark Hamill? I he doesn't look like him in any of the other movies. I think what it, this is when uh, he got into that um, car accident. No, he got into the car accident after. That's why his face was scarred for Empire. Oh, in that case, he just looks like a Ken doll for no reason at all. I assumed that it was part of the accident. It's like, oh, he got into an accident. We need to cover him in 75 layers of makeup. No, um, it was... So in the, in the movie, um, in Empire Strikes Back, when he ends up getting injured and you see all the scars on his face, they created that. They created the injuries so that he could to cover up for the fact that he was scarred because he got into a car accident at the time. Um, so they couldn't, makeup wasn't good enough to completely remove all the scars. So they were like, fuck it, we'll just give them a reason for him to have them. Look, I'd argue that the makeup wasn't good enough to remove all the scars if that happened before the Star Wars Holiday Special because he looks like a Ken doll. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, he does not look like him. I think that's there's, Jake there's Skywalker. A scene, a that's scene, the guy who was in. Um, there's a scene in this with Darth Vader. Darth Vader is in this? Yeah. Fuck me, right? I have not seen all of this. I haven't seen, I've honestly just seen snippets here and there that people like force me to watch, people like you. Yeah. Hi. Because other friends are like, hey, look at this. And I'm like, oh, why would you do it? And it's just, no, don't do that to people. Like, friends you... don't make friends watch the Star Wars holiday special. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not good. C3PO and R2D2 are in this because obviously, like, they got all the major actors back. All of them hated it. Harrison Ford, his soul died. <laughs> this is it's probably what made him hate Star Wars so much. Uh, yeah. He's doing it's like, at some point, he's like, oh, this isn't good. This entire franchise is just marketed to sell toys to children. What am I doing? I could have I been in Shakespeare. Instead, I'm, do, instead I'm saying um, I love you to a fucking Wookiee. It's a stupid walking carpet. <laughs> Not even the walking carpet that I like. His son. Fuck me. <laughs> I could turn you into slippers. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. And I can't believe I let you do this to me. It was this a total is- Trojan horse. Yeah, there's no oh, subtitles in this because that would require the people that are translating it to watch the movie. <laughs> that's, oh, that's so bad. <sighs> was this the last film? Or... Is there more? I feel like this was like your. You wanted to throw it at me and be like, "Ha ha, fuck you!" Now it's over. Or is there is there something else that's inconceivably more torturous? No, no, that's pretty much it. Uh, okay. Worse. 
and uh, I think um, I think it's not the worst on this list, but like needed to end with Star Wars. You wouldn't let me. <sighs> you bastard. <sighs> yeah. I can't believe you. Like, first of all, I'm actually a, I'm angry at myself because I can't believe I didn't see this coming. Because I totally should have. I should have been like, wait, that sneaky bastard's gonna try to throw some throw something, try to throw a curveball. I should have been like, okay, we agree. Star Wars Holiday Special is not a movie. Should have thrown something like that in there. Didn't see it. Didn't see it. Let my guard down. <sighs> I'm so disappointed in myself. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, this is such a letdown. <laughs> I can't I believe I let oh, this happen. Ah. It's just... All right, well, that's a shitty note to end on. <laughs> <laughs> we can do another movie if you like, but, like, I'm not going to top that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, throw another one. I need something. Uh, yeah. Okay. Have you seen Master of Disguise? I don't think so. Good for you. It sounds familiar, but I don't think I've seen it. Um, so, so Austin Powers came out, and Dana Carvey was like, "Hey, I can do Austin Powers. I'm funny. I was in Saturday Night Live once." <laughs> uh, yeah, so- that's the thing for it. Um, I remember the trailer for this and going, "Oh, that looks too stupid to even be funny." So I I skipped it. You're not wrong. Well, okay. Um, this movie is, wants to be Austin Powers, but like it's not satirizing anything. It's just, do, do you know what the premise of this movie is? Did you know Dana Carvey can do impressions of people? That's it. Fuck you. Some kind of caper or something, or something he was trying to run away from, and he had to use the disguises to get out of situations. Yeah. So his name is Pistachio Disguise because oh. I'm a moron. Oh. See, he's Italian, so his name is Pistachio, but he does disguises, so his name is Disguise. His name is Pistachio. Um, Fuck you, Disguise. Pistachio was Italian? I thought it was just the name of a nut. It's the, it, I don't give a fuck. It's terrible. It's, I think it's the name of a pasta. Like the green nut. Well, in, in that case, it doesn't even make sense. If it's not you know, named after pasta, what the hell's wrong with you, movie? God damn it. And he has like he has several fucking voices that he does, and he, it's not even good impressions. It's just impressions. He, there's a there's a scene in the Turtle Club, and the entire premise of that scene is that he thinks because he's a moron that it's for fucking turtles. It's for people that dress like turtles. So he says turtle five million times. Okay. There's a scene where he's playing the guy from Jaws. And he talks about sharks in Jaws and the, the people chasing him are like, may, uh, don't think, these people chasing him are morons so they don't think maybe this guy. Look, this, this movie's terrible. It was, it's clearly meant to be Austin Powers but has no skill or charisma or talent uh, or comedy. And he, there's a, like, the only thing he has is references. Like there's a scene that's from Jaws and I'm like, that's cool. Cause it's from Jaws. I'd rather be watching Jaws. There's another scene where he's where he's where he's like, it's a, he, where he's playing a guy from Scarface, and they're chasing this guy around, and he just disguises himself as a pie. And I'm like, that's stupid, but at least a little bit creative. I'm they're like, fuck you. <laughs> I think it was more meant to be like a movie version of Saturday Night Live. Well, that doesn't work unless you unless the thing from Saturday Night Live is a good premise. Like Blues Brothers. 
that worked. It was fun and had charisma. Yeah. Danny, Danny Carvey, as far as I can tell, has not been in any good movie ever. Um, I cannot remember. I can't think of any. <laughs> Off the top of my head, I can't think of any. So The only things that uh, right. people like from him is Wayne's World. And I'm like, I, okay, fine. Oh, that, yeah. See, part of the problem is he kind of, like, his whole thing is being, like, a disguised person. He does impressions and, like, then they do disguises and stuff. Wayne's World literally was just a Saturday Night Live skit turned into a movie. Yeah. Also, this was made by Happy Madison Productions. And if people can say that Adam Sandler's been in uh, good movies... There's no way that anything by Happy Madison has ever been good, ever, because it's Adam Sandler's stupid friends having jobs. Well, he's done... Happy Madison Productions has done all of Adam Sandler's movies, though, haven't they? Uh, they didn't do the good ones. Like, they didn't sure? do... Well, they didn't do... No. Like, all of his dumb comedies uh, were done by Happy Madison Productions, and then everything like Uncut Gems or um, whatever has been was done by other studios that he worked for. Hmm. Huh. They haven't done anything? Ones, like, like Pixels. Uh, he did 50 First Dates. A movie I hate, but apparently is liked by people. Uh, he did Pixels, uh, just fucking Jack and Jill. All of his terrible movies and all of his, I mean, I guess, movies were all done by oh, Happy Madison Productions. That was a terrible movie. Oh, that should have been on here. That was a shit movie. Yeah. That was bad. Happy Madison um, hasn't done any good movies. Here comes ever. the boom. That's my boy. Oh, wait. Nope. They, there are some movies. Okay. Um, okay. Paul Blart, Marlon Cop 2. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see. I was like, you jackass. That was thing, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> Should have been. Um, so they did Zookeeper. Oh, no, that's Zookeeper. Never mind. I thought that was Zoolander. Never mind. They didn't even do that. Okay. Yeah. Nothing. Um, Eight Crazy Nights, 51st Dates, that's not bad. The Longest Yard wasn't terrible. Congratulations, um, Longest Yard. You're not terrible. Grandma's, Grandma's Boy wasn't terrible. Um, Rain Over Me was good. Oh, okay. we found one. Rain okay. Over Me. Good. Congratulations, us, studio. You made a good movie once. Just go with it wasn't terrible. Grown Ups was decent. Um... You Don't Mess With the Zohan was really stupid, but kind of funny. And uh, we're done. We're done here. All right. That's it. Good talk. Really uh, so, so, yeah, this <laughs> Master Disguise is it's just not good. It's, I feel like it's made for eight-year-olds, but it's got so much sex joke and references that eight-year-olds won't get. Like, who is it actually for? Hmm. Like, there's, there's a scene in this actually movie where he does an impression men. of... What's that? It's actually for like teenage boys and men because well, there's that's no way they'll like it because well, teenage boys and men, the references are like, yeah, fine. You said a thing from a movie I saw once. Good for you. Fuck you. Also, and I can't, and this isn't like a, a big deal because the rest of the movie is garbage, but like he did an impression of Shrek, right? And it sounded mm -hmm. like Kermit the Frog. So like, you're not even good at impressions. Okay. And he, he, he just wore disguises. And Data's in this. The guy that plays Data, he's playing the bad guy. And his entire thing is that he farts. That's his thing. Every time he laughs, he farts. And the, like, there's this one fart joke that goes throughout the entire movie where it starts off terrible and then goes to kind of good and then goes back to terrible again. 
and like it's like ugh. okay um amazon officially has the genre listed for this as kids yeah it's not for kids because kids won't like it because they won't get any of the references and there's tons of sex jokes it's pg so it is designed for kids well in that case they failed and it's only an hour and 20 minutes which is exactly like that kid range they try to keep kid movies under an hour and a half because they don't have that big of an attention span. Okay, here's the thing, movies that exist. Um, if you're a good movie, then if you can't make it to an hour and a half, 90 minutes as your cutoff, if you have to cut it down under 90 minutes, oh, and 15 minutes of those are fucking bloopers from the fucking credits. <laughs> so, take that, so take that piece of shit, 80 minutes, cut... 15 minutes out of it because it all because it's 15 minutes of bloopers and credits and there's like oh. there's this whole thing and it's like and the the post-credit scene because there's one this, the post-credit scene after yeah. all of this what? bullshit is the is dana carvey saying why are you still here and i'm like i know dana carvey why am i still here what is yeah, happening what? why were you still there why would you sit there the post i was baffled because of all the bloopers i'm like that's it this went for like 75 minutes. You couldn't come up with a 90-minute with a movie. You had to have a fucking 15 or 20-minute, felt like nine-hour post-credit scenes full, filled with bloopers and funnier stuff that's, than that's in the movie. So the bloopers are funnier than the movie itself? Yeah, but like in terms of they weren't terrible. And then there's a post-credit yeah, scene with, with, with him and a midget because there was a, a midget in like the stupid thing oh fuck this movie also also their the, the move is to slap people because if you punch them it, 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 if you slap them it removes it, it lets them keep their dignity and i'm like at least someone had their dignity because fuck knows you didn't also they got they, they're like they're like what do we do with this whole disguise premise i know let's steal shit i'm data let's steal crap and then we can steal stuff and like, because people will just give the Declaration of Independence to Michael Jordan if he asks for it, because we got Michael what? Jordan in our movie somehow. Also, there's this other what? one, this rare artifact like the Mona Lisa or some shit. We're going to give that to the fucking uh, uh, Britney Spears, because we can also get her in this movie. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Michael Jordan gets the Declaration of Independence? Um, I think it was him. Yeah. Nobody can get the Declaration of Independence. That shit's under a lock and key. No, 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 no. But here's the thing. Michael Jordan asked nicely. What the holy fuck? That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't... Oh, gosh. I, I need to There's emphasize... A- I can't emphasize this enough. This movie's well, stupid. Treasure. Jessica Sis- Simpson got some rare things, and then he sold it on black market eBay because that's the thing that exists. He just had an online auction, and like Was, all of these people, random Joe Schmoes don't give a fucks. Like in their in their houses, were watching this happen, and like it was a live thing. And I, I say it was black market. Random people could just watch it because fuck you. And then uh, you had this entire fight scene, and then everyone was watching the fight scene on this live stream that that data set up. And it's, there was this random guy that was like, hey, look, this guy is slapping these other dudes. What the fuck is going on? And I'm like, I don't know, random dude. I don't know. <laughs> oh, so you're saying it was a good time, no alcohol required. 
so <laughs> much alcohol. So much alcohol. I love it. <laughs> it's just it's just not good at all. <laughs> Jessica Simpson uh, was in it playing herself to get the stupid piece of shit thing. I don't remember. Oh, okay. And, Here's and there's, the question. This, there's this entire scene where his mother got kidnapped and that's why his dad is doing all of this bullshit. Also, he's meant to be 15, I think, but he's 45. What? <laughs> I don't no, know how old he's meant to be, but it's, it's meant to be like the Harry Potter thing where he's like 11 or something and going into this world, but it doesn't work because he's 90. Oh, you're a grown-ass adult and you're acting like a nine-year-old. I don't, I don't respect you as a person, let alone a character. Wow. Yeah, I had no idea he was supposed to be a kid. I thought it was an adult. Like, I thought it was some kind of spy thing. I don't know. I didn't really pay that good attention because it just, like, it looked stupid. So I was like, oh, I'm not wasting my time on this. Good for you. <laughs> okay, for so you. here's I, the question. I respect that. <laughs> Thanks. Um, how badly do you think I would piss people off if I had put The Last Jedi on this list? <laughs> I would have respected it. <laughs> it's not, just to clarify, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. Far from it. I'm just just taking a piss, as UK types would say. <laughs> I just thought about that. I was like, because I'm pretty sure... A lot of people on on uh, Instagram have unfollowed us because I've said things about the Last Jedi. Because <laughs> like we had more followers and people like left, and I'm like, it was the Last Jedi. <laughs> I I went on a thread where like you can't say anything about Star Wars now without people either trashing one of the sequels or specifically the Last Jedi. Or people saying, like, everyone in the world is haters and this is an epic masterpiece and you don't know film. And you want to know an epic masterpiece, Last Jedi fans? Star Wars Holiday Special. Watch uh, that, you dumbasses. Uh, that's just, it's just wrong. Like, how, why would you do that? I want I, them to watch bad movies. I want them to know that The Last Jedi is not the worst thing that Star Wars has ever done. <sighs> yeah. Anywho, okay, so does, is that everything? Is that rounded out? Yeah, sure. <laughs> hey, way to bring up something, way to bring that back after we had specifically moved on. Oh, you Thanks that, for ending you? on that. <laughs> yeah. oh, you're welcome. Um, so, yeah, these movies are terrible. And I, and I realize that I don't just watch movies terrible by, um, on, on purpose. I just, just have no filter so i'm like oh cool i guess and i was a stupid kid i mean to be fair two of my five movies you were like oh, i want to see that yeah but like, <laughs> they sound interesting most of my list is just not good at all well see that's how that's how i get suckered in is because i'll there'll be an interesting premise and i'll be like huh and i'll go i'll check it out and then it's not it's not good it, it, like maybe the premise was interesting but the execution was shit. So yeah, I my version, my way to end this is to give you an alternative. Don't watch Knock Knock. Watch Hard Candy. Okay. It does essentially that much better way. Um, 
I don't um, there's no other like there I can't give a better version of anything else because everything else was just stupid and it's like I can't think of a movie that did it better because I feel like I was scarred no I, I take that back um the thin blue is it blue or red I always get red. that confused it's red line. okay so the thin red line instead of watching the thin red line watch like fucking anything else um watch watch um saving private ryan there you go there's a war movie that has a lot of a-list now actors they weren't necessarily then um then it's a good movie you know it's an ensemble cast it's a war movie and it's good watch that instead there you go all right. Are there any you any movies that you, on your list that you want to give a better recommendation for? Uh, sure. For most of this, uh, you probably need to go to the dentist. That'll probably be probably a better use of your time than watching that's, these. <laughs> that's your suggestion: is go to the dentist instead I of mean, watching. I mean, it'll hurt. It'll hurt as much as watching these movies, but you'll benefit from it. Uh, obviously, that's easy Mark- for you to say you have health care. Oh, that's a good point. The Master of Disguise uh, and Son of the Mask. Watch Austin Powers and The Mask instead. Okay. Uh, Kangaroo Jack. Oh, fuck me. Uh, don't. Uh, <laughs> there's plenty of Star Wars movies. Uh, movie 43 has all the actors in it, so just pick one of those. Uh, Food Fight is just a rip off of Pixar, so watch Pixar. Sharkboy and Love Girl is made by... It's, it's so bad. Um... Uh, watch fucking Spy Kids. Spy Kids is good. If you want to watch Skype on Love Girl, why would you? Uh, Catwoman, uh, watch a Batman movie. Uh, and uh, the rest of them, just go to the dentist. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Damn. Uh, this list hurt. It hurt me. Uh, it was pure subterfuge. That's what it was. Straight sabotage. Straight yeah. sabotage. So what are you going to do when... And you can totally edit this part out later. Just question. Sure. What do you do when Bernie Sanders becomes president of the United States and gives us Medicare for all? Then you can't say, but I have health care. Because we'll have health care too. And we'll have the movies. I'm really glad that uh, I want that to happen. Good. Uh, As do I don't, I'm only kidding about the, <laughs> the thing. I actually do want that to happen. Because I'm not a terrible person, unlike your government. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) But we'll still have movies. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So next week we we've talked about bad movies. Next week, how about we 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 fix we do a pitch for the for like what we do instead of Last Jedi or Crimes of Grindelwald or whatever. Indeed. Mm. I totally forgot that we were supposed to do that. But yeah, sure. Let's do that. Uh. Yeah. It'll be fun. Uh, I, uh, I have ideas. What movie are you gonna do? Are you gonna I'm are gonna, you gonna do one movie or multiple movies? I'm gonna do multiple movies. I'm going to replace my bad movie with what I do instead, instead of fixing the um the bad movie. Okay. So I'm going to do, pitch a Harry Potter movie that I put instead of the stuff that came out after Deathly Hallows. Gotcha. Um, for me, surprising no one. I'm going to give my version of the sequel trilogy to Star Wars. Uh, There are two ways to do it with the sequel trilogy. There's my 
episodes seven, eight, and nine, like completely divorced from reality, from what actually happened. It's just, if I were, if somebody came to me and said, Hey, what would you like? If somebody came to me back in 2012 and was like, if you were given the keys, if you were allowed to write uh, the trilogy, like an ending trilogy to Star Wars, what would you write? That's this. That's one series. And then the second one is, with The Force Awakens being what it was, what would I have done for The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker? Keeping the titles as they are. Ooh, Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker. Nice. Keeping it like, so as Episode 7 exists, it already came out. It is what it is. You can't fix, or like maybe you can tweak a couple things, but you can't change the characters. You can't change the overall plot. You can just change like a couple of things at the end, maybe. But you know, you can tweak things, but the the storyline has to stay the same for the for um for episode seven for Force Awakens. But you can completely make the make the Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker the way that you want it. And I that was the first thing that came to mind. I was like, ooh, I would have done this. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to either of those. Okay. Uh, it'll be fun. I can't wait. <laughs> I have a feeling this might be a two-parter. Uh, we can do your pitch uh, on one week and my pitch the next week if we run out of time. Yeah, because I'm thinking like, I don't I know. Mean, I don't want either of us to rush it. Yeah, it's either going to be one of those things where like we don't finish it or like we think it's going to take a lot longer and it's like 20 minutes in and we've, we're done. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. That is it's also gonna be an option too. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, but it, like as passionately as you feel about Harry Potter and as many different versions of Star Wars as I have, I have a feeling it's gonna be it's gonna be the the former where like we talk for three days. Okay, um, I think that if we, I think we can um, we can keep it to uh, one episode for both of us because my version isn't gonna be that long. Okay. We'll figure it out. We'll see. All right. That's fun. That's a fun yeah. Bastard. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you got that in. Follow us on all the things. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. One of us will be there. Which one? It's a mystery. Links in the description. Until next time. Goodbye. Peace.